This morning on the third hour of today, top dog, UConn dominating San Diego State to take home this year's March Madness title. We're celebrating the team's impressive run with Coach Dan Hurley live. Then, keeping that basketball going, legend Magic Johnson here in 1A. We're going to get his take on the tournament, a new health campaign. And could there be some football in his future? Plus, we're catching up with full house star John Stamos, showing off his musical talent today, Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, happy Tuesday, and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Al and Craig and Dylan. The gang's all here for you this morning, and yep. we have a big show for you today. So we're going to catch you up on last night's March Madness Finals. Really exciting this yeah. year. I feel like, not that it's not exciting every year, but people are really into it this year. Plus, Magic Johnson is here and John Stamos are wow. here. They're having a party somewhere downstairs, so we can't wait for all of that. <laughs> wait, what? that party? I was downstairs. <laughs> They're having a little condo party. party. <laughs> yeah. uh, we will get to all of that in just a moment, but we do start with that historic mm-hmm. day for our nation. Former President Donald Trump set to enter a courthouse in lower Manhattan just a few hours from now. For his arraignment, becoming the first former or current president to ever face criminal charges. That indictment expected to reveal the details of the case against him centered around alleged hush money payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels in the final days of Trump's 2016 campaign. Here with what we can expect today, NBC News senior Washington correspondent uh, Hallie Jackson. Thanks for so much for making oh, the trip up. Any day, but yeah. want to be here when, when a day is making history like yeah. that. So let's start with this indictment. Again, it's sealed right now. We expect to learn a little bit more when that indictment is unsealed. What do we know at this point? What do we expect to happen today in that court? We don't know a lot. I want to be honest about that, right? Our sources are telling us that it's roughly 30, around 30 business fraud related charges. But the indictment is going to be so important because nobody actually knows the details and the specifics. And that's going to matter, right? Misdemeanors versus felonies. Not to get in the weeds about it, but there would need to be some kind of an underlying crime to charge with a felony. What is that crime? We can surmise, we can speculate, but there is not a person in this city who knows really what it is, except for Alvin Bragg and the grand jury and those prosecutors, right? So that is going to be so key whenever that is unsealed. You're going to see a lot of coverage of that today. So the judge ruled uh, overnight that today's arraignment will not be televised inside the courtroom. Can you imagine um, if it was televised? But it was requested by Mr. Trump's legal team. How does that decision play into the optics of all of this? I am so fascinated by the optics, Chanel, and I'm glad you asked, because while there will not be our video cameras in court, and that's, listen, that's a bummer. I think there is an interest that the news media has in showing a moment like this. There will be still cameras in court. So we're going to get pictures of Donald Trump prior to the proceedings. And I have to say, I don't think we can underestimate how compelling and how powerful that will be. And knowing Donald Trump, knowing that this is somebody who understands the power of a visual yeah. and the power of an optic, right? Like, I cannot imagine he's going to like that. Him in court on a day when he's getting charged, being the first ex-president to face this indictment. We'll also see him... Um, coming down from Trump Tower, right? That motorcade down to Lower Manhattan, probably in the hallway of the court a little bit. And we're just now learning and can report that we will also hear from D.A. Alvin Bragg at some point after the indictment. So that's going to be another moment to watch. Well, the former president, also no stranger to social media, uh, given to expressing a lot. Uh, uh, This is the first time we're talking about uh, uh, somebody under indictment who is also running for 
for public office, for the presidency again. What might the judge do about, you know, gag ordering, trying to muzzle? What do you think? So uh, the former president's attorney was out over the last 16 hours or so and said no chance. He thinks there's no chance that the judge is going to put a gag order in place. And it is less likely that a judge would do that. They're not super common. And there are, as, as in any defendant, like free speech implications here. But especially when you're on the national stage, as you point out, Al, yeah. an active candidate for president yeah. here. I, you mentioned Donald Trump posting a lot online. He's also made this investigation in many ways the centerpiece of his re-election campaign. He goes to these rallies. He goes in public. We'll hear it tonight when he goes back to Mar-a-Lago and rails against what he sees as this political persecution. I spoke with one top Republican operative who said, yeah, listen, that's working for Donald Trump in the short term now. You're seeing it in his poll numbers. They're going up long term. Real concerns about how this plays in a general. We should point out, though, this is just one of the cases that the former president's facing right now. There's another in Georgia on election interference. We know the DA down there, based on our colleague Blaine Alexander's reporting, is watching this. Separate cases, totally unrelated, but obviously there's interest. And then there's the special counsel case looking into both January 6th and those classified documents found Mm -hmm. at Mar-a-Lago. We may be, who knows, potentially sitting around talking again, you know, down the road about another issue that the the president, former president faces. Say that again? Mugshot? Mugshot handcuffs. Uh, TBD, we'll see. Fingerprinted, yes. DNA, no. Okay. Our senior Washington correspondent, Hallie Jackson, going to be a busy day for you. Thanks uh, for being with us this morning. And, of course, NBC News will bring you live coverage of today's arraignment on many of these NBC stations and is always streaming on NBC News Now. All right. Taking a turn now to our other big story this morning, the UConn Huskies are national champions. Uh, We do want to bring in UConn coach Dan Hurley now. Good morning. Congratulations. Have, how are you feeling? Have you slept at all yet? I, I, you know what? And thanks for having me. I think I, I got like a little 10-minute nap. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and it really did the trick. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm re-energized and, and ready to go. And if I had a game in a couple hours, I could, uh, I, I, I could make it happen. Coach is funny. Yeah, that's great. Hey, coach, I mean, you know, UConn, one of the official blue bloods uh, in college basketball, fifth national championship, incredible in its own right. But this is your first, and you come in as a four seed. You weren't really a favorite to win this thing. What does this championship mean to you on a personal level? Yeah, it means everything. It, it's, you know, it's achieving the – you know the, the pinnacle of our of our profession. Um, you know March Madness is, is you know is as big a sporting event as our country has as just about anything but the Super Bowl. Um, you know so to you know in the most critical moment of uh, of your season with, with with the eyes of sporting world watching for us to be as dominant as we were uh, throughout the tournament. Um, and in our style of play and, and the personalities of the team, I think, you know, people fell in love with our team. Obviously, our Husky fans love the team, but I just think we, we played at such a high level. Uh, and to do it uh, w- with all the history and tradition at our place, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, gives us our, our moment in the historic program. You know, Coach, talk about history and, and legacy. Uh, your family, I mean, your dad won 28 state championships as a high school coach in Jersey. Your brother winning two national championships with Duke and now coaches at Arizona State. Uh, th- 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 how does this feel in context of your own family's legacy? Yeah, I, I guess now I, I've earned uh, my seat at the grown-up table. <laughs> you know, you know, you know those, those guys, you know, <laughs> 
They got big rings, you know. They've got these big championship rings, and I just got my my wedding band. So <laughs> which now is I'm, important. Which is now I'm going to be able to show. Yes, Andrea, it's just as important. Really. Uh, that's my wife. That's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> she's sleeping though, so uh, she's in a. D- I'm sure she DVR'd this, but yeah, I get. You know, I get to feel. You know, you get to feel like you've done something. Um, you know, I grew up in a house of high achievers, and you learn how to strive, and obviously uh, to get the championship is incredible. Well, That's congratulations, Congrats, Coach Jan Hurley. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, get, get some rest. Say hi to Andrea for us. Who knew, who knew Coach Hurley was so funny? Oh, yeah, he's pretty, that's right. Five. That's it. Should be sleep deprived more often. Next week, in fact, this Saturday, Coach Hurley appearing at Vinny's Boom Boom Room. <laughs> And joke fest. I'd buy a ticket. I'd buy a ticket. That's it, coach. That's it. You're here till Thursday. Try the veal. We love you. Thanks so much. Hey, coming up, we're going to be talking more basketball. One of the best to ever, ever play the game. Magic Johnson here live in Studio 1A. Magic! But first, let's do Travel 101. Easy ways to save as you plan your summer vacations in our Consumer Confidential as the third hour of today comes right back. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we're back with an important consumer confidential as we head into the busy spring and summer months experts say 2023 is going to be the year for all those Big trips that travelers had to postpone because of the pandemic. So we brought in Seema Modi, CNBC's global markets correspondent, to break down everything we need to know before we travel. Seema, good morning. Great to be here, Dylan. Okay, first things first. We know that oil production is going to be cut by like a million barrels a day. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for gas prices? So, Dylan, this is significant news. You have the largest global oil producers cutting supply at a time when demand is still strong. So what this means for Americans at home is gas prices are anticipated to rise by 15 to 20 cents a gallon in the coming weeks. That would take us to around 375. Keep in mind the high we hit last year was $5 a gallon, but be mindful if you are taking a road trip. So not only a road trip, but I'm sure this is going to affect airline prices too. So how can we save money if we're traveling? As always, Dylan, you have to book early. According to Hopper, even if you book four weeks in advance, you can save money. Hmm. Another way to save is skip the travel insurance when you're booking a flight. Mm-hmm. Scott Keys at Going.com says a lot of the credit cards that are in our wallet right now right. provide trip delay insurance. However, where uh, insurance can be very helpful is cruising. Let me okay. tell you, Dylan, if you miss your flight 
and you therefore miss your cruise, that cruise ship oh, is not waiting for you, not. right? So in those cases, uh, tra- travel insurance can save you thousands of dollars. Okay. All right. All right. We talked some ways to save. Let's talk about some ways to stay safe here, Seema. Sure. Folks who are about to make that trip, what should they keep in mind? Well, at, the first thing you want to think about is sharing your GPS location with a family friend or someone at home. That way, if something happens, That's a good idea. they know where you are. Right. The other big tip we, we got from experts we spoke to is avoiding carrying valuables. And if you are taking a taxi or an Uber late at night, share a picture of the taxi license plate Ooh. with a friend. That That's way, they know too. where you are. Uh, in general, though, if you, this is the first time you're traveling overseas, just be aware that the State Department has travel advisories that are constantly updated. Right now, one of the top travel destinations for Americans is Mexico. If you go on the website, it will tell you travel.state.gov which regions and states are more safer than are safer than others. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of international travel, a lot of COVID restrictions lifted. Right. Folks are really starting to travel quite a bit. So let's let's go into that. We've all been there, right, Al, where it's the night before an overseas trip and we don't know where our passport is, right? So the first thing you want to do is check your passport. And once you have it in your hand, there are two things you need to look for. Right. One is this. You might six- want to pay attention to this. <laughs> I can Check on thing this. that we don't always realize. It's the six-month rule. There are many countries, Al and Chanel, that will not allow you in. Chanel, if Chanel you're found out at the last minute that the kids weren't quite we go. ready for, and that was a so again, out. Countries may not let you in if your arrival date is within six months. That was so nice. Your, they were like, come on date. in. That's right. And keep copies of important info. Yeah. And the other thing with your passport, you need to have two to three blank pages. So make sure you have oh, that. for the there, stamp. Exactly. Okay. There are some countries that will not let you through immigration And get global that. entry, because you got to get back in. get global entry. So we have 60. Seconds left. I think this is important. I yeah. took a small pharmacy, you know, went to, to Panama. Like I had sure. the Benadryl, the Zyrtec, the Tylenol. But what do you need to know as far as your carry-on? Because a lot of people have prescription medication. What are the rules? Biggest thing you want to know here is pack your medications in your carry-on bag, not your check luggage, right? Also, be aware there are some medications that are legal in the U.S. but illegal overseas. Oh, Case okay. in point, in Japan, Adderall is illegal there. If you are caught carrying that medicine, you risk getting arrested. Really? So wow. biggest thing you want to do, do a quick Google search and see if the medication you're on is legal in the country you're going to. Wow. Great, great advice. Great Thank you. Thank you, Seema. That was great. All right, coming up, two legendary guests you do not want to miss. First, the great Magic Johnson is here telling us about his new health campaign and talking all things basketball. And later, we are rocking out with John Stamos hey. seeing some of his music skills in action. Don't go anywhere. We're back in just 60 seconds. We are so excited. We're back this morning with basketball legend Magic Johnson, revolutionizing the NBA in the 80s, leading the Showtime Lakers with his no-look passes and exciting style on court. All while bringing some fun back into the game with his larger-than-life personality. He went on to win five NBA championships, three league MVP awards, and three finals MVP awards. Off the court, Magic has been a passionate public health advocate Uh, A wildly successful entrepreneur, sports team owner, uh, author of books. Uh, He's climbed Mount Everest. I made up up some of that last. But this morning, Magic is here to talk about all of it with us. We're always, always so honored to have you in the studio. uh, Craig, I appreciate it. Why did you guys show me with them hot pants on? Can't get enough of that. <laughs> Those are the rings back there. Yeah. We're fashion forward. They're coming back. Wow. Exactly. They are back. Let's, let's start with college basketball because mm. we, we talked a little bit last hour about, I mean, this tournament was just 
among the most memorable yes. in my lifetime. Yes. And it also feels like we're at quite the moment for women's basketball in this country, especially. Yes. You know, I want to thank also Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant. He worked out with a lot of the, these women who are in college basketball. So the game has exploded for women. And we think about the ratings, some of the highest that they've ever had. But I love watching Kate, Caitlin Clark play. She had the swagger. She had the game. She's almost like people talk about the female Steph Curry. She yeah. can shoot from Pure deep. Shooter. And uh, so that's what we needed. We needed exciting players to come in. We had a great tournament. And I think we're going to see now more fans next season watching women oh, for play. Sure. So we've got March Madness over now, but now the NBA, NBA playoffs begin. Ooh. Let's talk about the Lakers. How yes. are you, how you thinking they you look? You know what? I'm feeling good. I, I'm going to announce right here. Oh. The Lakers <laughs> have a chance to go all the way okay. to the Western Conference Finals. All right. Because in the, in the playoff, it's about matchups. Yeah. Right now, LeBron James and Anthony Davis – are playing. Anthony Davis is playing his best basketball right it's now. true. Mm-hmm. And then we got D'Angelo Russell, so the roster is now balanced. <clears throat> Any team can win in the West now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think in the East it's a little different mm-hmm. because Milwaukee and Boston, I think, are the best teams. But watch out for Philly. And everybody in New York here should feel good about the yeah. Knicks because I think the Knicks are going to beat Cleveland in the first round okay. and give Milwaukee all they want in the second all round. All right. I'm interested in your take um, on this, I don't know if you want to call it a controversy, this load management. So for people like me who really don't know stuff, uh, a lot of, here's the deal. Uh, I've, I've never heard of that. Well, well, just, well, let me they don't you. know the ins Hate and outs it. of basketball. Hate but here's the thing. Oh. A lot of NBA teams rest, right? They rest some of their superstars, even if they're not hurt, for example, but they want to keep them healthy throughout the season. But let's say you buy tickets. Yes. You've been waiting your whole life to watch a star play. Right. That's where I come in, right? You save up your money, buy some tickets for your kids, and then they go to see their favorite player, and he's just there. resting. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? But I, then I guess the players I, say they need a rest. I, I don't know. It. You hate it. I hate it. I dislike it. Michael, I was just at Michael Jordan's 60th birthday party. He pulled me to the side. And, you know, we talked about that for 30 straight minutes. Because <laughs> really? back in the day, you guys no, you played every game. Right. No rest. We, we wanted to play every single game. We couldn't wait to get out there on the court. Mm-hmm. And it's about your ego, your passion, your love for the mm. game. It's about those fans who, like you said, pay yeah. their hard-earned money to watch you play yeah. this game of basketball. And then we're getting paid to play something that we love. <laughs> sure. I mean, right. you know, so you got to get out there. And last but not least, it's about your team, where you stand. Yeah. You're losing games when you yeah. sit out. Yes. And so uh, I dislike it. Mm-hmm. I hope they get rid of it. And um, for the fans and for the organization and uh, for the overall health mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah. I appreciate that take. My load management is I'd just like to sit here as long as possible. When I can. That's a good load management. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talk about your, your tenure. But one of the other things you are known for is your 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 public health advocacy. And uh, as a paid spokesman now for uh, a sideline RSV by GSK, you're raising awareness about something we heard about a lot this year, earlier or last year, RSV. Talk to us about that. Well, I teamed up with GSK to help sideline RSV. And when I think about the numbers, Al, it blows me away. Older adults first, we had a higher risk for uh, RSV infection. And then uh, every year, 
each year, about 177,000 people are hospitalized with RSV. And out of that, about 14,000 actually die. So 65 years and older. Mm -hmm. Right. So if if I'm you, if I'm 60 years old, I would consult my doctor, my healthcare provider about RSV because it's out here in a big way. Mm. And then especially people of color, please, please, please get your physicals. Please go see the doctor when something is hurting. It's very, very important. So uh, I'm happy to team up with GSK and I hope we can get rid of this RSV. Before we let you go, as a, as a, a, a lifelong Washington uh, football fan, right. the prospect of Magic Johnson uh, being a part owner of the football team that I've loved since Doug Williams was quarterback in the late 80s. What, what are our chances of, of, of you? What, 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 <laughs> come on. Come on. You don't lose, Magic. You don't lose. You know, Craig, to your point, you know, I've gotten a ring in every sport, but I need a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. And I would love to be uh, the owner of the commanders. Um, do not only great work on the field, but the work we could do with the city. Mm. Yes. Um, and I think that um, if they bless us, uh, Mr. Snyder blesses us with the opportunity to be an owner, it would be an emotional day for me. Yeah. And my father just died. So it would be it would be a great moment for for the Johnson family, as well as Josh Harris, who is the lead partner in this to to take that franchise and and take it to another level. So I'm excited happen. about it. It's and, and, and another African American owner. Yes, that's it. You you and MJ. Yeah. Right. Uh, thank you. Come oh, on, yeah, I love you guys. You know that. I love and you I'm guys. feeling the polka dots. He's oh, got the polka got dots. On. On. <laughs> I love that it. franchise. Maybe that uniform has those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we've got more for you this morning. Some more serious star power. Yeah. Up next, John Stamos hey. is here. You know he acts, but did you hey, know man. that John Stamos is one of the best karaoke artists in America? Oh. Hey. oh. Third hour today, right back after this. <laughs> Well, John Stamos has been entertaining us for decades, from his breakout role as Blackie Parrish on General <laughs> Hospital and to his longtime collaboration playing alongside the Beach Boys. I love these pictures. It says, this is your life. I know, I, and, of I, course, I, I, as, Uncle, <laughs> <laughs> as course, as Uncle Jesse in Full House and later Fuller House. Hey, Al. Yes, sir. You are a superhuman. God bless you, and I'm so oh. glad you're well and doing great. Yes, well, and I don't know what you do, but I we got to get into it. Right well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very fortunate. I got a supportive family and supportive friends. So, wow. yeah, that so certainly helps. So, so what was it like going head-to-head with all these other folks on, on That's My Gym? Yeah, I mean, because Siraji P. Henson came to play with she you. She was great, but yeah. she was my teammate, which right. was good. We won. Yeah, that's yeah. 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 It's all about it. Yeah. I love that. Uh, couldn't help but notice, you know, you and Jimmy rocking the beard. Um, and then on The Tonight Show, you and Jimmy not rocking the beard. Right. So who's copying who He's at this copying point? me, for oh. sure. Okay. Okay. That's a snap-on beard for him. His wasn't. Oh. Mine was real. I don't think right he can. On. Yeah, he can't yeah. grow hair. You are. He can't grow hair. You have one of the most highly anticipated memoirs uh, coming out later this year, as, as I read. 
And the title, I want to make sure I get this title right. It's, it's you've, the title is If You Would Have Told Me. That's going to be, the, there's a cover right there. If you would have told me that I would be on the Today Show with all of you. <laughs> all right, yeah. right. But seriously. And your book was beautiful. I, I just started reading it, but yes, the, the journey that you, you took with your father, and he's still around and sober yeah. and everything good? Uh, yes, he What is. a beautiful uh, ending. Th- <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for reading the book, too. But did you find, I found the process during the pandemic to be, among Terrible. Most, no, cathartic, <laughs> but yes, no. and cathartic, though. Cathartic, 100%. Did you find it to be oh, the same? Yeah. Yes, yes. I, it took me a few months to get into it. I never wanted to write a book. I never mm-hmm. thought, first of all, I wasn't interesting enough. I didn't want to tell stories that you know I shouldn't be telling, which I haven't. But then um, I was a father, and that moved me, and it's something I've always wanted. And then my friend Bob died, and yeah, so I thought, absolutely. you know, I, 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 and he's sort of a through line to the whole book, and, um, you know, it's a tragic thing. How but do yeah. you miss him? <laughs> it pretty much a lot, you know, a lot. I, I would, he'd be watching me this morning. He'd say, you're not talking about me enough. Uh, <laughs> he's complaining up in heaven somewhere. Like uh, he was, you know, one of my dearest friends and a, a beautiful man, but he never left anything off the table. So if you, you know, he always said, I love you. I'm proud of you, you know? And so that's a good lesson. Yeah. I think, you know, tomorrow's never promised. One of the greatest yeah. huggers ever. He's a good hugger. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to, can't, cannot wait to read your book. When's it come out by the way? October. October. You're going to come back and talk about it? For sure. Yes, I'd love to. Is there going to be an audio version? Do we get to hear it? Of course, yeah. Oh. That, did you, you, did you, I was I started did. to read yeah. That was harder than writing the book. I, did you, yeah, <laughs> cry, right? And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's emotional. It, the whole thing is, is very emotional. Yeah. Uh, true. Oh, but it's going to uh, be a great gift to your son. Yes, he's, uh, you know, he's the light of our life now, and it's, it's something I've always wanted. He's going to be five next How week. How old is he? Oh, my goodness. He's going to be five. I'm going to be 60, and he's, you know. <laughs> um, so he just gets me young. Just gets better. Young. Yeah, right? Yeah, really good. John, thank you so thank much. Thank you so John. much, John. Thank you all very much. Hey, a new episode of That's My Jam airs tonight right here on NBC at 10, then streaming next day on Peacock, and catch John's episode of That's My Jam right now. On Peacock. I love it. All right, coming up next, how would you feel sharing your hopes and dreams with someone you've never, ever met? We are going to meet the woman connecting perfect strangers on a much deeper level. That's right after that. Maybe you share more because you don't know. Yeah. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. This morning on The Upside, we are seeing what happens when we cut 
out the chit chat and get right to deeper conversations. You still have to get those glasses. I know this. This was not that. This one, I was sorry. I'm thinking about Savannah's story before I get to there. Good this morning is, to you, Savannah. This is a fascinating concept. It really is. That's what I was it thinking is. about. It was really cool to see. It takes a little bravery, actually, though. So I recently attended an event called Skip the Small Talk. It was here in New York City. Think speed dating, but without the speed or the dating. Instead, you're paired up with a complete stranger answering question prompts that push you to open up and be vulnerable. I think I just assumed that the reason people walk around the world not opening up is because they don't want to, when in reality, I think I keep learning that people are willing to, but they're just looking for the right space to feel safe enough to do it. Psychologist Ashley Kersner decided to make the space for it. I started to think of Skip the Small Talk as almost like a vulnerability gym where you can sort of work on your vulnerability muscles so that the next time you do it, it's not as difficult. We are at an event called Skip the Small Talk. So we will be skipping the small talk. Six years ago, Ashley, a research assistant at the time, conducted her own social experiment in Boston, wondering what would happen if she brought together people who all opted in to being honest and candid. It was supposed to be a three-hour-long event. I had to kick people out after seven hours. Um, It was just so beyond anything I could have ever imagined. What made you interested in this and in getting people to get deeper and explore their vulnerability? Um, What was it that interested you about this line of work? I was actually volunteering at a suicide hotline, and I noticed that regardless of what people were calling in about, that people didn't really feel comfortable talking about the meaningful, difficult stuff with the people they had in their lives. So they were happy to spill their guts to a stranger, but they weren't really open to doing that to their partners, their family, their friends. Since then, Skip the Small Talk turned into a regular event, expanding to about a dozen cities and has even gone international with a gathering in Paris. Participants arrive knowing no one, then speak with a stranger for 10 minutes before rotating, answering prompts on cards with questions like, In what ways are you different from the person you were five years ago, and in what ways are you the same? I like it because it sort of gives you information about somebody's like journey. Another one I really like is uh, describe yourself uh, from the perspective of someone who cares about you. Mm. That's one where um, I've definitely seen some teary eyes happen uh, every so often. Tell me about some of the relationships that have blossomed out of Skip the Small Talk. I got a housewarming invitation from a couple that had met at Skip the Small Talk and they were just moving in together. I actually found a roommate through Skip the Small Talk. For participants, the process becomes transformative. I feel very happy that I did this because I got out of my comfort zone and I did something that I don't normally do. And that feeling is invigorating. It feels like I'm being my own person. I think it's amazing that you can just find somebody who looks different from you, who understands what you're going through, and I think people really take that with them. All right, Ashley, you know what? I think we're at that point, so I'm going to ask you, can you describe yourself to me from the perspective of someone who cares about you? I don't know why I wasn't expecting this, but yes, (laughs) let's do this. Oh, boy. Let's do this. this. I'm in. I'm getting teary-eyed. All right, all right, all right. I would say from the perspective of uh, my best friend, Meg, I think she sees me as courageous, and she sees me as fun and someone who is, like, willing to take risks to do cool things in the world. Yeah, get a little get a little teary about it. (laughs) Well, she's right. You are doing such cool things in the world. I mean, this is amazing. 
Well, Skip the Small Talk also does this for corporations and colleges. And Ashley said that she likes getting to see Gen Z participants react and immediately grasp the impact of something like this. That's a lot of who's showing up. And actually, almost every single person in that room that I asked, how'd you hear about this? Guess where? TikTok. To social media. <laughs> yeah. But then it's refreshing to sit yeah. down in front of someone and have yeah. a conversation. And I like the idea at colleges. I remember my first mm. day of college, it was like, say your name and your hobby. I know. You know this would like, open yeah. up yeah. a lot more dialogue. Definitely. Good. Thank you, yeah, Savannah. Dive right in right yeah. away. You got it. All right. Maybe Thanks. it's coming to a town near you. Up yeah. next, talk about dinner made easy. Ooh, I'm looking forward to this one. One sheet pan and less than 30 minutes of cooking. We have a delicious jerk salmon recipe for you to try you're for dinner not, tonight. You're make this. I She's love jerk salmon. We're back. Today table series and this morning we are sharing a flavorful recipe that's going to get to your kitchen table folks mm. in 30 minutes or less we promise. So back with us now is everyday grand author Jocelyn Delk Adams and if you want to cook along scan the QR code to get all the ingredients in just one click. Good morning. Welcome Good back. Morning. Welcome right. Good morning. This what is a simple salmon. Yes, simple salmon, right? So we love salmon, but we want to give it as much flavor as possible. Mm-hmm. I know Chanel was like, I eat it's jerk so salmon. It's so good. I do. All the time. Like, all the time. So we're going to start on our marinade. Okay. So we've got some olive oil in there. we got some garlic. And yep. then we've got, like, a host of yes. flavors. Everything okay. from, like, allspice to salt to even some nutmeg. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's paprika? a little. Yeah. Paprika. What else can you name? What else can you name? Awesome. Some cayenne. Yes. Yeah, some cumin. Okay. That's it. And I named that's that spice all right, right. I named that spice. Name that spice. That spice, a Name new game show spice. coming your way. All right. All right. And then we've also got some lemon juice. We've got some okay. orange juice, too. Oh. And oh. Got, yeah, then we got to put in the heat, so we've got oh. some habanero. Drop it in. Wait, okay. what pepper is that? Habanero. Oh, that was habanero. Okay, now here's the thing. Yeah, you can okay. leave that out if you're not into spice. Okay. We're going to blend that up. Oh, there it is. There it is. We're going to pulse that, and then we're going to put in some honey. Oh. So I'm going to balance out all of that in heat here? with some honey. Yep, so this is my trick. So okay. I don't know if you guys have a lot of yes. sticky stuff. I use Ooh. a non-stick oh. spray, oh. and then I add in my honey, and then it comes right out so easily. Oh, so once you so put this smart. in there... It just slides right oh, out. Otherwise, you lose Look half of it. Yeah, half of, of it is just sticking in the cup, yes. and you never see it again, okay? okay. So Love then we're going to mix that up, and then this is when we get to oh our gosh. swap right here. We've got our salmon, and then we're just going to brush this on the So this doesn't even need salt and pepper since so you already so have So we put it all ready in there, yeah? Okay. So this, oh, you get that nice taste, so, all this is of healthy. that flavor. Now, you it's not bad. Did you take the skin off? So this skin is still on, because I know you like skin, right? You're like, it's a controversial thing. Some people do not like the skin. I love the skin, but if you don't, you can grow with that. So okay. you cook it skin side down. Yes. Okay. Skin side down. And I've got some tomatoes. You can also, because this is like a sheet pan, we want to also add that on. Oh, you put it all on the Oh, you guys are getting into it already. So I love it. We've got some marinade. Uh-huh. We're going to add a little salt to this, mix this together. Okay. And then we toss that on there oh, with the our pan. salmon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Onto the pan with the salmon. And then we have a little cucumber salad, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a little, it's a little hot. And you mm-hmm. can even do what you want to do. So we just want to do a quick dice to that. Mm. Go straight down the middle. Oh, you want to try it? Give oh, it a yes, give it a look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's healthy. Like this is this is and it's so light. Free. It's so light. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. yeah. We want to dice that up. You get a couple right. here, and then we add in a little parsley with oh, some wow. lemon juice. Mm-hmm. And how Toss long that together. We're gonna cook the, the salmon. So we want it to have an internal temperature about one thirty. Right. 
So once okay. it gets to that point, then it's good to go. Because you wanted to keep the salmon skin on, could you flip it over and maybe a little zhuzh under the broiler? Come on now. Oh, yeah, okay. you know how we do. Yeah, I so love good. some skin. Right? It's so good. What oh, do you guys wow. think? It's so much. Voice, too. It's still it's so easy to overcook such salmon. flavor. Yeah. The honey flavor. kind of balances out the, the typical yeah, spice and dryness absolutely. from the jerk season. Jocelyn, thanks so much. And you get all the ingredients to make this recipe by scanning the QR code on your screen or head to today.com slash what to cook this week. We should also mention that today earns a commission from purchases. Third hour of today will be right back. Fantastic. You're making this instead of buying That does it for us on a Tuesday. Coming up tomorrow, we've got actor Jim Belushi stopping. But first on Hoda and Jenna, Brooke Shields is here opening up in a new documentary. It's don't really great. All right, folks, we'll see you back here tomorrow, God willing, and the creek don't rise. <laughs> don't bye bye. Hit you with a good Lord oh, split you. Boy.